0: The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. You're listening to Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme Podcast, starring the Queen of Extreme, Francine, exclusively on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. Let's uh oh let's get it rolling right here and right now. This is Eyes Up Here. Oh, quickly, this, this, <laughs> yeah, here I am. <laughs> you, <laughs> this go the, is,
1: you go the opposite way.
0: This is the Queen's Extreme Podcast being brought to you today on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. I'm just making sure my mic's plugged in there. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and I am joined here by the podcast veteran. <laughs> the person who absolutely took the podcast world by storm with just a simple little preview episode that published last week. And I'm so happy to welcome in for episode number two, the queen of extreme, the one and only Francine. We're a hit. Right? We
1: are, we are taking over the whole world. Like, <laughs> we are just the epitome of uh, podcasters right now. Yeah. No, it's been good. Good good response, right? Yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. People kind of like it so far. We're, we're going to get better. Bear with us. But I think it went well.
0: It went excellent. I mean, the I response is great. You know, it, you look at it. I look at it in a different way, maybe, because, you know, I've been doing this for five years. You know, I sound like the old veteran. I've been doing this for five years in the trenches. Old
1: grizzled vet.
0: <laughs> but, you know. It's harder for me because I had to start this from the ground up, you know, and just having connections in the business and doing whatever, getting interviews. That's one thing. But hosting a show and having you who's got a built in fan base, that's another. And it's been a treat to see how people love you and appreciate you. And the response has been amazing because everybody loves you. And that's what I think has been the the hit so far for that preview episode we put out. So that's why we're here for uh, this new episode. I think it's going to be a great little journey that we're on here.
1: I, I think it's going to do well. I don't think everybody loves me, but I still think I have some um, EC Dub fans out there that are interested in what I'm doing. So, um, you know, we have them. Um, oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce something right now. We do have a special guest today. We're not going to say who it is, but <laughs> they've been a royal pain in my ass since yesterday, <laughs> but I, I love them dearly. Um Okay, uh, I'm texting as we speak, so that's that's that. Yeah, but um, from a
0: promotions perspective, we don't want to tell who it is before people listen to this episode. We don't. We want to tease it, you know. We, we're going to tease want...
1: it. Yeah, we're. <laughs> we're te- I haven't said a word. I haven't really tweeted anything. Um, I've just been corresponding with um, with our mystery guest, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time uh, later today. But um, since it is Monday. Correct.
0: Yeah, it's Monday. It's
1: Monday. It's Monday. Um, It's time to party. Time to party. Uh, I just (laughs) want to plug something really quickly because this weekend I am working. Um, It is. Yeah, I am working this weekend. You kind of lose track of time and date. I just want to tell everybody that Shane and I uh, will be in uh, Kenansville, North Carolina this weekend uh, for who's it for here?
0: Blah, blah, blah. Masters of the Ring entertainment.
1: Masters of the Ring. Here it is. It's a special uh it's a special thing for fishing with special friends. Uh they're located out of Wilmington, North Carolina. It's it's like a fundraiser gimmick. There's a signing, there's a show. Uh it's gonna be Shane Douglas against Stevie Richards. And I'm really looking forward to it. The card is stacked in tons and tons of talent on this show uh for more more info please go to my twitter page i have everything on there um but this will be my last show of the year so i'm sure you're going to come from the uk and japan and everywhere everywhere to come see me for the last time in 2019 so i wanted to get that little plug in there um it should be fun and i'm i'm looking forward to it and, coast um, to coast, if you will. You know, if, if you can make it, it's going to be, it's the big one. It's, yeah. it's the big one. Yeah. You know, they're all the big one, but this is the big one.
0: <laughs> do you want to know why I know the the name of the promotion is because when you do shows with two people involved on in the show, it's kind of easy to uh, remember where they're going to be if they're promoting something. It's kinda, well, you I kind of have what? a built-in one.
1: <laughs> I, I do have it written on my paper, but I drew a line. So I was reading <laughs> under my line and Masters of Ring 1 is over the line. And that's why I did not see it, but it's, it's masters of ring one. That's the name of the show. And, um, it should be pretty good. So enough about me. Well, it's all about me on this show
0: <laughs> it is all about you it's uh, it's, it's it, absolutely life. everything that you want to talk about and that's what i loved about the response too is look we said going into this that you know we were, we were going to talk about everything going on in your world like the, the, the podcast when you're running it it's your world anything you want to talk about and that's okay. what i loved about what people were saying in the feedback is they love that extra little look that they got to see behind the scenes we started off you know very emotional you're talking about your dad, and then talking about your interests. It was a cool look to see what is going to be in store on this show, and I love how we throw that curveball this week. And we're going to be uh, we're getting uh, we're going to have some fun this week with uh, what's going to be happening later on. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I wasn't planning on having a guest for like couple episodes down the road, but this, you know, things fall into my lap and you have to just go with it. And yeah. I think this is, uh, this is a good find and I think everybody's going to be really happy. Yeah. So, absolutely. um, I'm excited about it. Um, but I mean, other than that, uh, my kids are back to school. Um, I'm kind of figuring out what to do with myself because now I have some free time. So, <laughs> I'll do a little laundry. I'll do a little housework, catching up on my shows. Oh, do you watch 90210 by any chance? You
0: know, I used to watch the old 90210, oh, the original, the OG to. 90210. Is it? No, I don't get this. And this is when it first came out. This is my question. Is it a continuation of what the show used to be? Or is it like reality based now?
1: It is. It's the best concept and I love it. and I know a lot of people are probably upset with it but it is the cast right as as themselves um, a little bit exaggerated because their spouses on the show are not really their spouses in okay. real life but right. it shows um, like Kelly as Jenny Garth playing Kelly. <laughs> um, so they're so
0: filming they, a show inside they're the show. Filming,
1: yes. They're trying to get their pilot off the ground and and they're trying to get Fox executives to buy the show so they can run another season of Got the it. new and improved BH 90210. Uh, it brings, this is where my dorkiness comes in. It, it brought back so many memories of my teen years and early twenties and just, um, relating to their stories as an adult now instead of when we were kids, I got goosebumps on the last episode. Like, I just love nostalgia so much. And and that ties into, like, the ECW thing. Like, I love yeah. looking back and people reminiscing and talking about the old times. And, like, there was one scene where they're all at the peach pit and they have press and they're all, like, signing autographs at the peach pit. You know what I mean? And it, right. it just... I can relate because, like, you're you're signing autographs at a familiar building you might have worked in before. And it just reminds me of myself and the guys getting back together 20 years later. And it's the same concept. You know what I mean? And I I just can relate to it so much. So I, I am so... In love with this show and i suggest that while well, it's only six episodes See,
0: and i will i will now that you said that because yeah. i wasn't sure what it was and yeah, i don't i just fun. don't watch tv anymore the way i know. used to so it, it's something like that would draw me in because i mean look i you know i i'm in the same boat you know a little bit younger but in the same boat that when i was watching beverly hills 90210 Kind of like on the down low, because it wasn't really the coolest guy show in the world. But still, hey, I don't know if you see my style here. You know, I still rock the sideburns. I hear you. From uh, the 90210 days. You know, it just was a show that really captured that essence of the early 90s. And, okay, you watch it. Is it dated when you watch back? Eh, maybe, sort of. But the stories that they did on those shows, they carried over into shows today. And there's still premises that are taken from that style of how they made this old oh, but that's really cool that they did that it's like it's almost like a curb your enthusiasm style you know a show it, within a show
1: yeah it it's awesome it it breaks my heart that there's no luke perry you know yeah, it's kind of yeah. they they did something for him in the first episode so it, it's it's sad that he's not there because there's seven of them instead of the eight. Right. But I mean, it's just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hope it gets picked up for a second season. So um, I watched that and I caught up on Big Brother, and Big Brother made me cry. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. And I'll talk about it a little when our guest comes on because, um, that person's into it as well. But which um, I think
0: is the greatest thing ever. You <laughs> told me that yesterday. I had to like internally like uh you know get a chuckle because yeah, that to me, I now like that's to me that's a reality show. Is this person watching Big Brother? I think that uh, would be the two of you would do a watch along Big Brother. We, we should
1: cuz it's just <laughs> I love it so much. But I mean should we get get the person on the phone? Should we, uh, or on the video, or whatever? Hey, whenever whatever they we're pop doing. up, yeah. We okay. of course we
0: are recording this in video, yeah, which will so. be released at some point when we launch our Patreon page, which will be coming soon. So uh, you're getting it in audio form on our Two Man Power Trip uh, podcasting feed, but the video is being recorded and will be uh, dropped, <laughs> as they say uh, in the biz, if you will.
1: Okay, I'm corresponding with two people right now because his handler. <laughs> is, is helping and we're trying to, we're trying to get them going here. So I just told them to uh, click the link and it should be here in a second. Um, but yeah, I think everybody's going to be thrilled with this person. Um, I absolutely adore this person. I have for well over 20 years and um, I'm going to say this cause he. He's going to tell me how dorky I am, but it's, it's such a good feeling to be able to go on the road with with him and, and the others again and just uh just so happy, you know, great. I don't tell him that like I'll tell him he's the shits, But um, in reality, <laughs> I do love him. So, um.
0: But that's what's cool for me too, Francine. I mean, getting to do the different shows that you know we do when we go out on the road and doing the podcast with Shane, doing the podcast with you and getting to know everybody, yeah. you get to see not only as a fan growing up and watching you guys, but I get to see the camaraderie that we've always heard about. I get to see how you guys interact. And sometimes I catch myself just watching because <laughs> I'm thinking about, you know, what was this like in 96? You know oh. what I mean? Like I'm trying to take yeah. a step backwards.
1: We're, we're a very special group that's true and and we we say it every time we're all together we're just like like we never thought that when the company went under cuz it never crossed my mind like going ahead like 20 years right i thought that was it and i'm like you know maybe some of these guys I'll keep in touch with and maybe i you know we're all going to drift apart and we're never going to see each other again and it's just we're like still talking still doing things it's it's so wonderful and beautiful and i just love it and um although i am going to break up with him if he doesn't click that link soon <laughs> because he's pissing me off
0: i just think it's um, a marvel that this guy is going to be on a video show uh, that we're recording uh you know especially enough if, if uh, john's going to be listening to this right out of the gate i know john's been trying to get him on the two-man power trip for a long time and he well- has said, not a podcast guy. So that's why I love it. That's this is uh, this is great. This is a uh, history in the making.
1: John, first of all, John doesn't have me. No, I get
0: stuff. <laughs> done.
1: I make things happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to get you guests that are going to blow your mind. Like you're going to be like, how did you do that? And I'm going to like that's mm, great. Eyes up here. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's what great. it is. That's great. Um, I might have to call him. All right, now I'm. am Now his handler needs a handler.
0: <laughs> this is it's... live, folks. This is live as we're recording it. I mean, the the beauty of how we record these things is that it's all links. It's all uh, click this, listen to that, and you know, that's yeah. Part of, that's part of the fun.
1: Okay, so I want to introduce my first guest of my podcast, my new podcast. Um, he's. Forever endearing to me and to you, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Sandman. Wow. There he is, and he's vaping. I don't
2: know what what box am I supposed to be looking. At at
0: like three days. Your
1: girlfriend. <laughs>
0: don't look at me, Sandman. You're good. Don't look at me.
1: Did you get my joke? Don't no. Don't you got my joke? No. We'll say it again. You said what box am I supposed to be looking at? And I said your girlfriend. Oh, that was it. <laughs> shit. She's I,
2: laughing now. She thinks it's hilarious.
1: I am hilarious. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm wow, good. that's good. I'm good, Dave. Where did you go? Because you said you were going to be home. And then you said, I'm on yeah, the I road. Had roll,
2: I had to roll to the lawyer's office, talk to him for a minute, and then I'm back. Okay, good.
1: Are you being sued this, this month? Is there yeah, anything we need to know?
2: Another
1: okay. big lawsuit. <laughs> big one. It's the big lawsuit. people too. too. So listen, Hack, uh, before we get into you, I cried for Big Brother.
2: Oh my God, for Tommy? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You loser!
1: (laughs) I cried. I felt so bad for him. But... Mickey, like you know, kudos, great right?
2: My Mickey, dude, I mm-hmm. can't believe he got that girl off the block like that.
1: Unbelievable! I felt so so sad for Tommy. I right? saying, you know
2: now see, but I kind of liked it. I liked their theory, even though you wanted to break up the show, man. If Tommy was there, Tommy would win that head of household hanging on that rope, just like he won that other one where he was hanging on the four things. He's got the body for that, so I think that was a smart move by them not having to face Tommy at a head of household. Or or something like that, you know.
1: Well, also guaranteed vote from Christy and Jury, yeah. right? He should have yeah. kept his mouth shut. Dumb, Ooh. dumb play, dumb play. But I love him and I cried and I was so upset. And I was hey, like, I'm not morning. No, listen, you guys don't understand. Hack will text me and he'll say, Yo, yo, girl, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Tommy's gonna do? What do you think Holly's gonna do? And I go, listen. I tell you every week, don't text me because I don't watch it until the next day. And I don't like spoilers. And then he writes loser and I write jobber. And then we talk the next day. So that's our thing. But I was really upset. So um, I had to let you know that I cried. and I so Who I do you think is going to win now?
2: Chad, who do you think is going to win?
0: I don't that know, Sam. I don't watch it. I don't watch it at all. So I can't. I'm, I got no dog in this fight. Oh, whoever you crazy. think, I'm going to go with Sam, man. I'll go with whoever you say.
1: Uh, I'm going to say... Gosh, Cliff has a really good shot. Cliff has a really, really good shot, but it depends.
2: Dude, I think Nicole's Cliff has no shot of winning this head of household.
1: He's no, but if Nicole anybody. wins, she's taking Cliff with her. Yeah, I, I know, know she
2: is. Yeah, Nicole's probably got a better chance. It's, it's going to be one of the girls who wins. Oh, I don't know, man. It's exciting. Uh, dude, wait, what's, what's Holly? Dude, if Holly wins, it's game over. It's game uh, yeah. Over. And her and yeah. Mickey probably figured on splitting the money anyway. If either one of those two are left, that's.
1: I don't know because twenty four and thirty one. You think they're going to be together outside the house? Uh, Come on, I don't know.
2: it seems like he likes her.
1: Yeah, I, we don't know. It seems like you liked a bunch of people, and that didn't work out too well,
2: dude. You watch X on the beach. <laughs> we just watched an episode <laughs> of X on the. And hey, what's Dumped Something in paradise. What's gangsters in all paradise? All these MTV <laughs> shows. <laughs>
1: That's no, I watched the challenge. Do you watch that, the challenge?
2: No, I never even You got to
1: watch the challenge. That's a good one too. And um what else is coming up? Uh I watch um what's that one on um CBS? Uh where they do all that they're teamed up. Amazing Race. I watch Amazing Race. Dude,
2: I haven't watched that one in years. You will.
1: You will, well, it's good. Oh
2: yeah, I'll restart it.
1: If you want this friendship to last, you have to watch Dude, all my shows.
2: I Actually, uh, Steve Carino's girlfriend, Veronica or something, back I don't know, like 10, maybe it was like 2007 or something. She got me filling Lushes. out, like literally like, yeah, like two inches of paperwork to be on that amazing race show. And then we had dude, it took (laughs) so long to get it done, dude, because you're gonna be away from your family. They wanna make sure you're not taking any any medications. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be lying here. Forget it. You'll
1: fail. Done. He'll be like jumping, he'll be bungee jumping, vaping at the same time. That would be awesome. (laughs) I will, dude. I would would be freaking great. I know
2: back
0: in the day. Because you know know.
2: travel.
1: I know. I know. Well, Why, let's, let's wait let me oh, ask a ahead. question
0: so sure. I mean we talked about it last week but Samuel what do you like about Big Brother what do you uh, what gets you into the show? My girl got me into it. I had never really watched it before ever, but now I just,
2: I like the chess game part of it. You know what I'm saying? Just like you see now this person's, it's like a locker room. It's like a wrestling locker room kind of, not so much ECW, but it's totally like a WWE locker room where <laughs> this guy's lying to this, this That's guy's right. lying here, this guy's kissing this person's, this uh, producer's ass for this reason. You know what I
1: mean? So it's kind of like, just like that. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mind I don't want to say the word, but you know you it, say it a it word. it's messes, your show, you can say whatever yeah, you want. But no, it's it just messes with your mind. I like to I like to watch people think and strategize. So it's it's a really good show. Dude, I don't uh, know how
2: dude, I I thought in the beginning I was telling Kim, I'm like, Could you imagine if Nicole won this game? The girl who's got the least amount of game that they've showed yeah. on, on the show this year, you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of think I want her to win.
1: I, I like Nicole, too. There have been people who have done nothing and and just scooted right to the finish line. Oh, is uh, that right? That's oh, cool. yeah. There's been people in the past that they call them floaters. That's why you see a raft in the beginning of the show. It says floaters on it. That's what it's called. Um, there's a chat going on. Um, hey, everything no, right.
2: Dude, what happens at the end of Big Bro when it gets down to two?
1: When it gets down to two, it's finale night. Right.
2: next it's, Wednesday. The uh-huh,
1: yes. So the jurors come out and they sit on a panel and they ask questions to the two remaining house guests. And they'll say, "Okay, Mickey, why do you think you deserve the five hundred thousand dollars? Okay, whoever it is, why? Why did you lie and say blah, blah, blah? They have to explain themselves and every juror gets a question. And then one by one, the jurors come up and they vote. They have a key and they put the key in the gimmick and they turn it. And if your name is on the key, that's your vote. You get a vote.
2: every single person that's been a limb, like Jack will come, Jack will have
1: a vote. Jack's in the jury house. Jack was the first one to go to jury. So everybody after Jack gets a vote.
2: Uh, That's why.
1: No, no, they were horrible. So that's why Christy. They were all saying Christy would give Tommy her vote if Tommy was still in the house and all of them would have lost oh, a vote.
2: Oh see, I didn't understand that when I was one of them. That's how
1: it works. There. Yeah, that's how it works. So oh, anyway.
2: Christy had a good game too. <laughs> but, dude, how'd he go She's on the rock, like
1: five weeks in a row and survive? and survive. I know. Well, Tommy saved her what? Two, three uh, times or whatever. Yeah. It
2: so to one time.
1: I know. So that that's yeah. I think you would be voted out week 2. I think I you would for I think you would forget your strategy and then you'd go, "Oh yeah," and walk out the door. <laughs>
2: yeah, but it doesn't seem like any of them are ever drunk, so without the alcohol they're, you know. They
1: limit it. They limit I- alcohol.
2: Oh, that's right. Somebody did have a bottle in the yeah, show. Yeah, you're
1: only allowed so much alcohol. Like, one time, they I don't were think having he was drinking it when he was pissed at Holly last because week. Because he got HOH, and they must have had a, bo- a bottle in his basket. But one time, they had a party, and I think each of them were allowed, like, one and a half beers. They're not allowed to get one and a half sloppy beer. drunk. Yeah, in the so
2: beginning, was- were you allowed to get drunk in that show?
1: I didn't watch it from day one. I don't know. But I've seen them split alcohol up so, I mean, you really can't party. But well, what's that the
0: age. point of limiting it, though? If they're still going to give it to them, what's the point of limiting it? So, what What if you get somebody who's a lightweight versus somebody who takes them like a, yeah. uh, a beer truck to get them drunk? What's oh, the point?
2: Buying people's drinks from them. I'd be promising them a vote for their
0: beer. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking beer about.
1: Cow. Yeah. This year was team because there's been years in the past where people got drunk and they're running naked through the house and they're outside running around the pool naked. <laughs> that and. Would be me. I think for the live feeds, yeah. I'm going to say something. I I don't care if you get mad at me. Sammy Uh, and girlfriend, Kim, who I love, showed me a picture. Can I say it? Say it. Can I say it? Uh, Showed me a picture of Hacky Poo, and I swear that his balls are silly putty. (laughs) 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 They reached the floor. (laughs)
2: Should we put the picture up? I'll get her phone. <laughs> no, but it
1: was hilarious. Oh, Do
2: it live?
1: No, <laughs> no. Oh God, no, Hack said you know, No, uh, fun fact. Hack used to be at Chippendale. Fun fact.
0: Yes, 1984. Y'all didn't know. Interesting. Um, I never knew that.
1: I keep telling me I need receipts. He doesn't have any, so I don't know if I should believe him or not, but um his moves from eighty four <laughs> to now are a little
2: until she talked to some of my friends back in the day to knew me then.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm begging him to To make that his new gimmick and put the tie in the cuffs. Yeah, the
0: Brutus Beefcake tie and the Brutus Beefcake tights, you know, the the cutout butt, all that stuff. Dude, I
2: have have Terry Funk body now, dude. I I love it.
1: Dad bods are in, man. They're sexy. (laughs) Wow. Dad bods are good.
2: And I got Um, an 80-year-old man's butt now, too.
1: Oh, that's attractive. Okay, so on that note, uh, let's go back to when you started. What year did you uh, start?
2: I actually always thought it was 1989 until recently because I wanted that extra decade, I guess. So I could <laughs> say I've been like five, I've wrestled <laughs> five decades, but I didn't start till 90, I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. So 1990, you start. Who trained you?
2: Larry Winters, really. Larry Winters. Rebel tra- trained me a lot, like Johnny Hotbody and stuff like that, but no, nobody real famous at all.
1: Okay. And we, we were talking about this a little because we did that uh, big loop. You and I, a couple yeah. weeks ago where we did uh, three, three, State states. In the
2: three states, Tennessee, three
1: states in uh, a weekend. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, so uh, when you started, you started on the Indies, obviously, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah dude, I, start, I, I had my first my first training session was like March 6th. My first match was like June 9th. And by like October, I was in USWA main event with Jerry Lawler.
1: OK, and tell the wow. story about Lawler.
2: Uh, which the one my, the, my first time in the room with them, dude, I'm like so green. It's like ridiculous. And it's Christmas night, Nashville fairgrounds, opposite locker room. So you're not really talking. You know, I didn't even see him before the match at all. I get to finish through the referee. And so I go out in the ring. I'm literally uh, I'm literally crapping myself right here. And um, and uh, and Laura locks up with me and he tells me, he goes, tell this joke to this. Fat, go grab the microphone. Tell a joke to a fat guy in the front row. I'm super nervous. I grab the microphone. I tell the joke wrong. Nobody pops at all for it in the audience. And I'm like, oh, he's really going to be pissed. So I lock up with him again. He goes, dude, you screwed up the joke. Go back and do it again. I was like, what? He's like, go back and do it again. He's trying to train me. You know what I'm saying? Went back, got got the punchline right, got a huge pop. We lock up for the next time. And he goes, all right. He goes, get me in a headlock. I get him in a headlock. He goes, he goes, all right, pull out a foreign object and hit me. I'm like, dude, I don't have one. He goes, well, act like you fucking got one, dude. <laughs> so then i make it worse. So I reach into my, I did my Baron Miguel and like oh three hand reach. And I pull out the, I pull out nothing and I hit him with it. And then I open my hand before I stuff the foreign object back. Oh, he was really pissed at that. He goes, dude, you just hit me. I sold for you like you like you shot me with a gun. And then you showed the whole building. You opened up your hand. <laughs> Nothing better. <He> <laughs> I, I love oh, it. I'm done. I'm, I thought I was fired. I really did.
1: I love I, I it. Work um, and
2: I worked th- the rest of the time there. I worked at uh, uh, every uh, main event with
1: him. Every main event. Okay. Why uh, am I every. looking at a dark Sandman and half a face? Can we right. scooch over and maybe turn the light on? Can we pay that. our bill? Wait a minute, hold on. You're just a shadow. This is like the best ever. Well, Everybody I mean, they really got, he's it. got the nice
0: light coming in. So that's why if he's sitting with no a, lights on, it's going to We need uh, a light
1: on, honey. Turn the light on. Okay. Better. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Rugged, look at that rugged face. He is the Marble Man. Come on now. Look at that. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's so a Chippendale right there. <laughs> that
1: is a, that is a ch- chiseled features. That's right. Okay. So, so you. You work those territories. Uh, Do you meet Todd, and then Todd gets you into ECW? How does that work?
2: Dude, I knew Todd before I even went to freaking uh, – wow. I don't even know now that I'm thinking about it. But I got in close with Todd because he was – he was the president of the Variety Club, which was like the Variety Club's a huge, yep. like huge, huge thing. The
1: benefits shows there back in the yeah. Day. That's yep. that's
2: when that's when I met him and got along, and I would I just I'd say that was like ninety one or something like that. But I was okay. just next to him with him this morning. We still talk all the time.
1: Awesome. Okay, so you you come in for Eastern Championship Wrestling, yeah. right? Yeah, with and- Joel Goodhart. Joel Goodhart, okay, was he is-
2: took everybody's money? He said he was going to have Flair for a show, <laughs> and then he stole out the building, and then and then and then um, uh, uh, Duck uh, went out of business like the week before the show, and he never gave anybody back his money.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, and
2: then Todd bought it. Todd paid. Todd gave him money uh, for the belts, and 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 Paul and Lex and do you remember Lex and Bob Ortiz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually part owners with Todd. Uh,
1: was that? Because um...
2: they bought the belts because they had given money to um to Joel Goodhart, so they took the belts. So they had the belts, and that's what Todd would do a little business with.
1: Was Eddie in at the time yet, or this? No, is not yet. Eddie? No, okay. then
2: Eddie came in, and it was the Eddie Gilbert show for uh-huh. a couple months. And then what happened was Eddie tried to pick up Todd's wife. Like almost like right in front of them one night. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh God. okay. Good, gone. You're fired.
1: Wow. I did not yeah, know that. I. You that heard it here happen. first, America and, and all of our other countries. Um, So what I want to know, which people might, <laughs> people might not know this, how did you get the surfboard gimmick? Because right. to me... That was the most over gimmick ever. I totally loved it, but I want to know where it came from. All
2: right, so I'm like in the business for like I started June, July, August, like September. Uh, Joel Goodhart says, "Listen, Jerry Lawler wants two, two, two of you guys. I'm going to send you and JT Smith, but you need to have more of a gimmick. You know what I mean? So I'm like Sandman, Surfer thing." So I'm just I just started to get to be friends with Gary and Anthony the Pitbulls. Mm-hmm. They're like Gary's like I got a great idea. He's like meet me down Delaware Avenue. And they used to be the like the big, those dudes were the big shots back, dude. Everybody knew those guys anywhere you went. We literally walked into Rock Lobster. He got went up to he goes that, he goes I'm taking that. He goes up rips the surfboard off the wall. <laughs> He's like mounted to the wall. And nice. You can take down there with it.
1: So your surfboard was stolen.
2: Yes, from a bar. Okay, makes having.
1: sense. Makes sense. That's
2: freaking hilarious! Man. How
1: about the wetsuit? Did we steal that as well, no, or was I that the wetsuit you bought that? No, okay, I, I
2: bought... Oh, dude, please don't even bring this up. No, I have to there. because it's it cool. Is, so it when you so first
1: brilliant. debut in in this new gimmick, uh, your baby face, yeah, and you come out with the hand in the air and uh, you
2: Oh, if- dude, I got booed as a baby in the beginning. And that's yeah. and Paulie, when Paulie first got here, Paulie was telling Todd, your boy doesn't got it, dude. He's done. He goes, wow. your boy just doesn't have it. And Todd's like, listen, give me a little bit of time. Let me work with him. And then Todd's just like, hey, go out there with the beer. Go out there with the cigarette and just be you.
1: So and Todd initially Ooh. created the semen yeah, character. Yeah, it was Todd. Interesting. Okay. Really which is which is you, which is not right. really a it's gimmick. You are in the locker room out there. I love it. Did you know that, Chad?
0: I, yeah, I, I had heard, but, but, you know, the thing that I find really cool about that is, had at that point, you know, I don't think you would have even thought about suggesting, hey, just let me go be me, because nobody did that. You had to live <laughs> to a gimmick at that point. No, it had
2: never been done, dude. Nobody drank a beer in the ring, smoked a cigarette, bled before they got into the ring. I love that's it. that's <laughs> the best thing about, like, oh, I would try, I would go to sleep every night, dude. I mean, it was so 24 7 in my head, and you're just trying to be, hey, Who's the fir- be the to be the first dude? I ain't a great wrestler. I'm not going to be the one that I'm not the kind of guy to invent a wrestler move. But I see that there's a ladder in the in the building every time I go there, so I'm the first dude to use the ladder in the ring too that nobody knows. Right, so I'm always trying to find like to, to, to be the first one to do something, and that's how you get remembered.
1: Exactly, I yeah, I absolutely. totally agree. So you you've had an illustrious career in ECW. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So transition over to the fake dub That's <laughs> oh, what I like to dude, call that, it. Um, the
2: boys were good. It was just the locker room was horrible, dude. It was so. It was so negative. Just you walk. You know how it is, Franny. You walk into that. It's like it, the tension's so thick and everybody's so fake. And it's just like, oh, dude, get away from me. That's why, like me and Sabu would wrestle would would dress underneath a stairwell because I couldn't handle being in the locker room with all those assholes.
1: Right. <laughs> and you so, and I oh, and Sabu oh, oh. traveled together several times when we were there. Oh, yeah, um yeah. and uh, using my my new Garmin that oh, I thought back when, was back, back
2: <laughs> then science wasn't so good back so, then. Yeah,
1: so oh. one night we I don't know where we were. And it's me and Hack and poor Sabu's crippled in the backseat. And I'm driving and I'm thinking my new Garmin's the best thing that ever happened (laughs) in the world. And I'm like, oh, we'll go find a hotel. It's like one in the morning. We're dead tired. We have work the next day. And we type in hotels and it drives us to this abandoned parking lot. And we're just sitting there for 30 minutes. And we're like, we don't know where to go. We, we don't, don't know were what we're we gonna, in, like.
2: New Jersey. Were we in Newark, New Jersey? I don't
1: know where we I were, but it was either. it was scary. And if I didn't have you two with me, which I don't think they could have helped much, because like Sabu was like <laughs> out, and Hack was just in his own world, and I'm just like driving everywhere. I couldn't find shit. I think by like two thirty, we found somewhere to sleep, and we we all just roomed together. But I know, mean,
2: dude. They said to give the people like a timeline. Um, Sabu would just lay in the back, and he would say, "She shit on my floor," but. I'm bringing it back for more. <laughs> the Flavor Flav was a hot show. Yes! That was, what was the name of that show? Uh,
1: Flavor, Flavor of Love. Love. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Yes,
1: because me and Sabu would talk about that, and Hack had no clue what was I, yeah, happening. He's like
2: Chad with Big Brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And by the way, do you know who this man is? Look at him closely. Do who? you do you know Chad? What do you, do you know who, Do you know who he is? Do you what remember? No,
0: you
2: you know, I'm clueless.
0: <laughs> i don't have the right hat on if i put my pierre hat on you'll remember pierre. me
2: oh wow oh, okay
1: dad. <laughs> he's like he's like he's not gonna remember me and i was like yeah he will but i got I the know, wrong hat, got hat on. Hat.
2: no i told he's in all the sh- i see him all the time
1: I'm that's great yes he's shane's shane's guy you know i'm virginia, not guy. yeah i'm not he ran the virginia gimmick that we did remember yeah, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, no. anyway I'm the um,
2: celebrity
1: um, here. You are the what celebrity. About me? You're, what the about You're the draw. You're the draw. I want you to think for for about 6 seconds. That's all I'm giving you. Tell me the funniest road story that you got. And um, it could be it could be about anything. You could use whatever language, right? We don't censor here.
2: Dude, a roadster. Put me on the spot. Usually, I'm better oh. off the cuff telling a story. Well, a you
1: knew you were coming on since yesterday. Oh, so is that should- why you were
2: telling yeah. me to get something ready and my kid was saying? <laughs> you should
1: saying, prepare yourself. <laughs> like this, this is no joke. This is big time. I'm trying to help you oh, out. Wait, oh, Here,
2: I'll tell you one. So, uh, We're on the bullet train in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, OECW crew. Probably the time that I was that I said Pearl Harbor to Onita in the freaking in the <laughs> locker room, but I'm not gonna tell that story.
1: That was smart, by the way.
2: <laughs> Dude, and it was like the 50th anniversary that year too. It was like
1: 1997. It was great so much. Yeah, so anyway,
2: no we're way. on the bullet train. New Jack ends up New New Jack ends up giving Terry Funk some pills. Terry, we're on the bullet train. Terry is out, totally out of it. Dude, he fell. He was trying to like hold the things and do these flips, and, and Terry was just on a, a classic Terry Funk. So we get off the bullet train and we go into uh and we go into the Tokyo uh, uh train station. Terry Funk walks up to a trash can and just starts pissing. Dude, there's twenty thousand Japanese people walking by Terry <laughs> Funk, and we all made a bad got everybody to make a big circle around them, so it wasn't like. <laughs> Stu, but yeah, Terry Funk standing in the middle of Tokyo's train station pissing is uh, it was hilarious.
1: You know, if we had social media back then, we'd all be like either that in jail, uh, really, dead, really, really rich, in trouble, or well, yeah, well, I'm we'd be like telling you, poor people now. We we'd we get could get have three had our own reality show every year. We could have had our own reality show. We That's- actually,
0: we just talked about that tour with shane a couple of weeks ago so that was a pretty uh that was a pretty big deal that one that you talk about sam man which one the 97 one that you're talking about that oh, was like okay, yeah. that was huge yeah now we just talked about that yeah was shane there <laughs> i don't think that was the one that no i think you uh shane and francine weren't on that one that's why we were talking about it because oh, okay. it was like a weird collection of guys that went over yeah, yeah you're
1: weird that. you're a weird hack you're a weird I collection i know i yeah. am I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to um, bring it to a screeching no, halt. Sorry about that. So, um, have we fixed tw- your Twitter yet? No. Half no, dropped I'm, his phone horrible, in the toilet.
2: Bro. I'm lazy. It's great. I'm just lazy. All I want to well, do is go- you, listen, brother.
1: You. Know- <laughs> My whole life is golfing in Big Brother. Um, you do know that the lovely Kim made you a new Twitter that you could be utilizing and you haven't. I know,
2: and but I kind of want to like launch everything together. I'm just too lazy to get everything together. You know, but what listen,
1: saying? to launch one thing, you need to have something else to promote it on.
2: Oh, ah, okay. All right, that's good. Right? Yeah. Yes. I know so, you told me this before.
1: I, I, listen, I am his life coach.
2: Yeah, <laughs> do that. Yeah, I do a great yeah. job.
1: I, I try to guide people in the right direction. I've been working with Hack now for 20-some years. It's not working, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's disgusting. You and your, your saggy ball sack. Um, but his Twitter got hacked. So hack got hacked. No, I didn't
2: get hacked. Remember, I, just, get hacked. I took a dump in the toilet. I was at my son's house. I got up, dropped my phone in the toilet. And you know, for like that half second, I'm like, do I reach my hand in the shit? And <laughs> I didn't even flush the toilet yet. And you're like, oh my God, do I reach it? So it took me probably about three quarters of a second. I reached in, got it. And it was an iPhone 5 anyway. And this was like last December. So
1: how I'm- does hitting a turd delete your twitter okay it no doesn't. what happened was what
2: happened was so when i I put the phone in rice right or whatever because i hear that like dries it out and then i bring it to and it, and it would work but something was wrong with the sound or something so once because i never backed it up and i had, had to, it stopped telling me that i that it said my phone hasn't been backed up in 250 weeks and then it stopped telling me after that so i had never backed it up once so when they went to transfer from the from the crap phone to my new phone, which I don't even know what it is. I guess an eight or a nine or something. And um, when they transferred it, that's how I lost the Twitter. And now I don't know what the email is that I used originally to get the Twitter because it was Tyler's old girlfriend.
1: He's such a hot mess. I can't, I can't with this. I know. It's, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. You Okay. So so we're working on a, a website for you. So you're going to have like yeah, a, a exactly sandwich. are working on it. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. Somebody
2: responsible.
1: Yes. The, thank God you found Kim. Because oh, if you I didn't, I think you'd be here, living under
2: a bridge. This. My new girlfriend who I live with in this in this in our new house here. Um, I met her six months ago on the internet. She was the first person I swiped on on, I don't know, Bumble or Tinder or whatever. <laughs> and it's been bliss ever since.
1: I love her. I do love her. Yeah. I think she's the best. Yes. But she's trying to get his ass in gear and get things rolling. for
2: oh, him. dude, She's got a new business for us. Like kind of like a, a staging company for houses. We got it. We got an appointment this afternoon to give somebody a price. This okay. They can like do stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, you need to do stuff because know, if you I don't, you're going to fall couch, into oblivion. Couch,
2: drink and watch TV all day. Now You
1: can't do that because that's the epitome of a loser. And you're a winner. You have to tell yourself, I am a winner. Tell yourself, and you positive
2: will believe Positive. You
1: have to look at yourself in the mirror and you just have to go, I am a winner. And you will believe it. And this is why I am his life coach. Thank you. Thank you. But he's getting a website. So he's going to have merch on his website. You also have a cameo page. Yeah, um,
2: hit me up on Cameo. In fact, okay. i
1: to he, he wouldn't even plug anything if it wasn't for me. So, working on merch, Cameo. We're going to work on that Twitter so we can start okay. promoting other things. Do you have any shows this weekend coming up? Oh, now, no, this is. Now, to, wait, yeah, today well. is mo- today is Monday. Today right. is Monday.
0: In our world, it's Monday. Don't it's confuse it. It's Monday in our world.
1: Oh, well, okay. Do you have yeah, anything God. for I'm the weekend? For the next couple weeks. Uh, Okay, your offer. Do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows? Nothing. I just want Nothing. To
2: say, thank you for having me, guys.
1: Uh, well, you have been oh, a pleasure. Thank you. We love you. And, uh, peace. Um, oh, you're such a dick. All right. Okay. And look at that. Uh, how, how fun about was that?
0: that? That's great. See, and that's the beauty of how you can just... Reach out to some of those people that you got those long-standing relationships with, and you got gold he sitting there waiting for like you. Like no, I uh, and I can do get, them from experience and talking to him directly inside of the ECW arena, saying, "Hey, we'd love to have you on the show." Goes, yo, I don't do podcasts. I'm like, all right, never going to ask you again. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> you know what? Um, there are there are certain people in your life that you will do things for. Maybe I'm his one person. I don't know, but yeah. I honestly I do try to like if he comes to me with like a problem, I do try to help him out when I
0: can. No, he's great. Um, I mean, if people don't realize yeah. that. You know, it when you talk to him. It, I mean, I've worked with him countless times in the last couple of years, and just like I find myself when we talk, you know, we talk sports or whatever. You don't remember who you're talking to because he he's really smart. <laughs> he's he I think really people smart. let the character you know supersede what what he really is. He's an awesome dude.
1: I should have let him go off on his um alien theory, but then we would have been here for seventeen years
0: <laughs> so Bel- believes in the aliens
1: oh yeah, yeah his um one of his gimmicks on his phone it might be his text. well his text message is like a clown horn, I think, but one of his is a UFO sound yeah, like the okay. UFO yeah, so he's he likes all that stuff, but he would have been enlightened all of us now let me ask you a question <laughs>
0: so do you ever get into any of that stuff the conspiracy theories you know, the, no. you know you don't you don't have any interest in that see like that's why i don't watch tv anymore because i get wrapped into that shit so often
1: <laughs> uh, in in my house we don't watch the news um i i am very careful because i have young kids right so if they're going in and out of rooms i don't want them to hear something they shouldn't hear or, you know, go to school with information they shouldn't go to school with. Like, I'm very selective of what is broadcast. Now, when I'm home, that's when I watch all my trash TV. Right. <laughs> but I can't get into, like, the news depresses me. Um, and then these other, like, these, what is it, Area 51? or? It's just, to me, I just don't, not that I don't believe in it but I have better things to like think about, right? I don't, I can't, that's just a whole nother thing that I would have to focus on. And I have too many things that I focus See, on. I
0: just started to kind of fill the time while I'm working. So I just went down these different rabbit holes, to start stuff I'd start watching or listening to. And yeah. uh, you know, obviously, you know, with Shane, Shane is very into that stuff. So th- that's like, <laughs> he's like my outlet for when I want to talk a little crazy as I'd like to say, but there's certain things that I find fascinating that, you know, conspiracy theories, you know, uh, is so-and-so, you know, really, uh, a, a, not a robot, but like a duplicate. Is it a, a double? Is it, you know, I find that fascinating. And even my wife who is completely not in that realm, I, sometimes I can get her because there's little things and I don't want to start it yet. We go maybe in a few weeks, I'll, I'll introduce you to a few of my theories, but okay, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's funny. I agree with you though, about the news. We we're the same way. I mean, it's, Twenty four seven, you know Disney Junior, Nick Junior, all that stuff going on in my house. Because why, why do we want to watch regular TV? Because there's nothing good. <laughs> That's why. Well, yeah, and <laughs> and
1: like I exactly, and I just um, you know they're they're going to be tarnished enough outside right. in this crazy world where I can't control it. I can control it here and I do my best to just keep them young as long as I possibly no. can. Oh my
0: gosh, um, I, I now. Now let's talk, anything going on in the, now I'm gonna throw the pixie dust again. Anything going on in the Disney world this week?
1: Disney, um, let's see. Uh, well, you know, the, they're celebrating Halloween already. Um, I think they start in August with the decorations, which right. to me is a little early, but whatever. It's it's okay. Um, but they're doing, uh, for people who like the fireworks and like projection shows, they're doing something that's called Disney's, Disney's Not-So-Spooky Spectacular. And it's going to be on Sunday, September 15th. They're live streaming it at oh, cool. 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and Hack just texted me and said that was that was fun.
0: Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> that
1: was fun. So thank you, Sandman. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's it's gonna be a live stream. Uh Jack Skellington from the Tim Burton's uh Nightmare Before Christmas. He's kind of the host of the whole thing. Right. And um there's gonna be a bunch of different Disney characters, but I believe they usually use the castle and they usually um you know, they do the fireworks, and then they do the projections with the different um, the different things on, on the castle for, for Halloween. Um, and I think they're going to take you maybe through, like, trick-or-treating and and cute stuff like that. Um, it is on late, but I'm sure you can watch the replay somewhere. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube or, or something. But I think that's kind of neat that they're broadcasting that live so everybody can watch it, you know, even if you're not there. Yeah. Um, and I like those kind of shows. I, I find them relaxing and helps to to put me to sleep um so i might be tuning into that one but i thought that was a cute little touch that they're showing that live so um kicking off halloween
0: yeah we did that a cool couple show. years ago where they had you know they somebody had online the uh you know like the full parade the boo to you parade and they play the song on loop and you hear that song in Love your head it. for like a month because yeah it's just the same repetitive chorus over and over but it, yeah, when they go on for 20-something minutes, you kind of get lost in the fact that there's that white noise, there's the music, there's people talking, there's people moving, and you kind of can just – you really could lull yourself to sleep listening to that because it's that – I don't know, that MSR or whatever that is, that, like, calming, you know, yeah. uh, thing in the background. That's a, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, I, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I was thinking, like, I would love to get my family down there on a holiday – you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like Christmas time. Oh, my God, with the decorations and everything. Like, I would just love to do Disney on a holiday sometime. But um, it's just, you know, it's hard when you have family that you have to see. Right. And I, I don't think we'll ever be able to do it. But um, I do keep tabs on decorations and watching things live, watching parades. Like, I told you, that's our thing. We watch countless hours of youtube videos in this house and um i just thought that it, the fact that they were showing that halloween um fireworks projection live is is a nice touch
0: so. let me let me ask you this so i'm this is how i am and i don't know if you'd be the same way but so you know how like uh they'll have that christmas decoration up at disney world for you know a couple weeks afterwards right same so thing the day
1: after halloween, oh, they take it
0: down no no i'm talking af- about I'm just talking about the holiday in general, right?
1: Uh, oh, it, yeah, it's up for more than a couple weeks.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, and the same yeah. thing goes if, if you're in New York City, you can go see the, the Rockefeller Center Christmas Spectacular two or three days after Christmas, even into the new year. Mm-hmm. Do you cut it off after the holiday happens? Is that, oh, do you lose interest?
1: Me? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, well, technically, I leave my stuff up until January 2nd. Right. Because you figure like, Uh, New Year's Eve or whatever. But if I know the weather's going to be atrocious, I'll take it down sooner. I can't wait to put it up, but I'm sick of it when the holiday's over. And I get pissed off when I drive around and it's February and people still have stuff on their lawns. Yeah. That pisses me off. It's like, get your stuff down. The holiday is over. I don't like uh, holiday things being put in the middle of the year. I don't like Christmas movies in March, that irritates me, Bah bug. I guess I, I just I it drives me nuts. I can't. So yeah, I want I want everything down. I start to decorate like right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. So we have a good three four weeks of it up, and then yeah, I do get sick of it. I it's want It's late this longer.
0: year, though. That's the problem with Thanksgiving. It's the it's real late this year. So we're actually talking about we're probably going to do it the week before because mm. we want the kids to get that full month. I mean, I think it's like the twenty. Oh gosh, it, it's late. I don't want to say uh, there was under a month between Thanksgiving and Christmas, okay, but we're going to okay. do it the week before just because yep. we want everybody to kind of take it in. But I'm that way with the music. The The day after Christmas, I can't hear a Christmas song. It's I annoying. can't watch a Christmas show. I'll keep the decorations up because I do like the lights. I like how that looks. But the music, the, the everything, no. Just get rid of it. It's got to be gone. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel like it should be a law by January 2nd all your stuff needs to be down. Yeah. I, I I'm that's that's the way I am. But I mean I will drive around the neighborhood and February, March, there's still light tang and there's still that Santa and there's still stuff on the mailbox. So I'm like,
0: and you see those uh dead trees dragged out to the front like yes. February 1st. You're like, weren't you afraid of a fire? <laughs> Aren't you no, afraid that thing was going to go on not. fire?
1: <laughs> I don't use a real tree anymore. I find that um like the pine the pine needles and everything were just there were just too much. They were all around the house. It's a pain in the to drag the tree in, drag it out. I've had the same fake tree now for a really long time, um, and that serves its purpose for us. But a uh, real tree is beautiful too. It's just it's a lot of work. I I don't like a lot of work.
0: <laughs> January sixth <laughs> like is little Christmas. That should be the cutoff. January sixth, right. and well, then you're done.
1: Okay. Well, I see. I don't even partake in that. So for me, after New Year's, you're done. That's that's what it great is. Great question.
0: When do you, when's the appropriate time to take your Christmas stuff down? There you go. There's a question for the week.
1: <laughs> the second. It's definitely the second. Um but yeah, so um that's what's going on in Disney. It's Halloween. And people are trick or treating and they're coming back with bags full of candy. That's so, great. if you like candy, your kids will probably get sick and they'll probably get cavities, but hey, you're going to have a great time. So, um go to Disney. Um and did you ever try Club Cool in Epcot?
0: No. I haven't been to Epcot since 1999,
1: so. Well, they I, did they have it in 1999, I'm wondering? I, they probably did. I don't remember. It's the <laughs> station where you can get the, um, the soft drinks from around the world.
0: Maybe. I don't remember.
1: They're tearing it down. That's ah. part, part of the renovation. So um, they have a drink called Beverly that is disgusting, but at, there's a million videos of people trying it and the sour face that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be there anymore. It, no, it was R. nice. R. Yes, exactly. It was nice. If you were hot, you can go in. They don't care how many. The cups are about this big, but you can go and get like sodas um, from Italy and Germany and Japan and all over the place. And um, it's being shut down. So people are upset about that right now.
0: That's yeah, it seems happen. like a lot of those classic things that are getting taken down. It's met with a lot of, you know, the criticism. It's met with a lot of the the, the banter that you shouldn't be taking down some of these iconic things, but I mean, whatever they end up putting there end up being good. And in 20 years, somebody will be saying the same thing about that. So it's kind of like a cycle they go through.
1: Yeah. It's like a uh, maelstrom that ride, which I don't know if I've ever got to go on that, but now it's frozen, you know, um, and the great movie ride, which was one of my favorite rides ever, yeah, is now going to be the Mickey and Minnie ride. So, I mean, they're trying to get with the times. And I think the, the if I'm not mistaken, I think the great movie ride was taken down because they lost the rights to use all of the, um, was it, MG- I can't even think off the top of my head. I, don't there, know
0: well, I mean, they had so many different properties that were kind of in that. So as times gone on and different, you know, you franchises right. have moved to different companies. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had to, it was that wasn't going to be along for this world just because, I mean, if you have like Back to the Future and you have Jaws and you have all those weird properties that are in a Disney park, it's the same thing like we were saying last week when you had seen superheroes inside of Disney World. It's still weird because 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you just it was so weird to see a regular non-Disney brand inside of Disney. That's why the Great Movie Ride was not going to stay around forever.
1: I love that ride, though. It yeah, was classic. it was great yeah it was a classic ride it was uh, it was like small world because it was a long ride you know your kids are safe they're just sitting there in the in the vehicle with you and it was one of our favorites so i'm sad to see it go but you know we got new stuff coming up so um i guess oh and that you know what else that that horrible ride in uh animal kingdom is shut down maybe they watched our podcast from last <laughs> week Prime- <laughs> primeval world the one that I was telling you makes me sick because it yeah. spins and that's no longer running. And they're saying it might never run again. So I don't know if they're planning like another coaster maybe, or if they're going to tear down the tracks and, and do something else with that space. But, um, that's interesting. If, if they go that route what or, was or maybe reason why I did, I did what I saw just had, um, it was just text. It wasn't even a video. So it just said there were rumors that it'll never open again um kind of like um sitch they you know they said um uh sitch great escape yeah is under refurbishment or whatever and that's been closed for no, like ever never opened
0: it, it. yeah you and i don't meet him now that's all you can do right right
1: so i don't know what they're doing with that section but they're saying that this this roller coaster might not come back either so who knows i don't know but i'm hoping for something um Better than that because that ride was, man, if you have a bad back or a a neck or injury or whatever, that really is not the ride to go on. But I do it because my kids like it. So, but now I'll say, oh, look, it's closed. Oh,
0: Uh, We just missed
1: it. (laughs) So, but that's that's pretty pretty much what was going on in in Disney that I saw this week. So cool. Well, I know Um, what to bring
0: up before you want to close it out with a fan question, but before we do that, there's something we didn't we didn't tackle last week that I know you'd like to uh, maybe say something about. Your Eagles are one and zero. Go off to a good start.
1: Fly Eagles, fly (laughs) on the road to victory. Yes, they are one and zero. I was a little nervous. In the beginning, I was, like, getting hot. I was in the car. We were taking the kids out, and I was listening to it on the radio, and I was telling my husband, just shut it off. I'm, <laughs> shut it off. There's no defense. Just turn it off, you know. But uh, I was checking my phone the whole time, and, um, yeah, we pulled, we pulled one out. So I was super excited. And um, I, I think we're going to have a decent year. Um, I love Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think he's spectacular. Yes, yes, but uh, I'm sad about Nick Foles. Like, you know, like he he yeah. leaves like no no hard feelings because I know he he wants to he wants to play. He didn't want to be a backup. I get it. And now he's out indefinitely. Like that yeah. sucks so that's, bad. That's football so, for
0: you. You know. I
1: know it's just really unfortunate for him. Um, but I love Carson Wentz, and and I think we're gonna have a good year. So um, yeah, I'm excited. They, Hello, got the fa-
0: they got the Falcons this week, so the Falcons are 0-1, so it's uh-huh. a, good, a good potential matchup. But you know, I'm a I, I wouldn't say I'm a, a hardcore football fan. I'm a Jeff fan by kind of family infusion. It's all about baseball for me. So okay. we, we could run into a little bit of a dilemma with phillies Mets, but you know. I'm not,
1: I see. Okay. I, I'm not
0: gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hold it against you, but I know with yeah, J- John, don't. you know, my my TMPT brother here, not the biggest Eagles supporter or fan. He's a Giants fan. So he is not happy about the Eagles infusion into oh. the, uh, to the TMPT world, but uh, he he's has just to gonna have to get over that.
1: He <laughs> hasn't been given. Given me any crap on Twitter or anything, so oh, maybe he will. He's just trying to be respectful, you know. I guess I don't know. I'll take oh, him I'm on. I'm i not want
0: to, I want to put him on blast for that. I'm not scared of
1: you, John. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm not scared of anyone. Yes, I really am, but it's okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Eagles are doing good. But I did, um, I I went out to Twitter. Uh, we got it. Like I said, great response for our first show, and I wanted to ask some questions. What did you want to hear from me? So I I think I picked a good one. Um, So this question comes from uh, Andrew T. Uh, His Twitter handle is at uh, sanatone21. And he asked, can you take us into a day in the life of an ECW talent? Uh, What time did you get to the arena? What did you do before the show started? And any backstage stories partying with the boys? So just had um, sandman on <laughs> we just had sandman on yes And he kind of filled in for a little bit but um it's funny because the arena times kind of varied uh if we were on the road we might get to a building earlier than expected um there wasn't really a call time like we weren't told you have to be here at this time um uh, pretty sure, like, the local shows, we'd get there maybe four-ish, four or five o'clock, something like that. Um, pay-per-views earlier. There was a lot to be done on pay-per-views, obviously. Um, I think when I worked for WWE, I had to be there by noon, which was you just sat there like the whole
0: day. Sounds cool. right.
1: It was like Patrick, oh, and then it's like 12 <laughs> hours later, and you're just like, oh, you're just sitting there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was more laid back in EC dub. So sometimes we got there earlier and, and we would work out in the ring or whatever. Um, sometimes you get there early, you would leave, go get some food, come back. Um, so that's that. Um, before the show started, like I said, we try to eat. Some of the boys would try and train. Um, if you wanted to go over some moves, people would be in the ring working out. Um, the girls would be trying to get themselves together because we never had the luxury of hair and makeup. We never had the luxury of bathrooms half the time. Um, we'd literally be have like remember the caboodles? Do you remember caboodles yeah. for yes, the girls? I do, yeah. So um you either had a caboodle or you had like a your makeup pouch and you had like this little compact and you'd be doing your makeup in this little mirror that was like this big. No one would help you. Uh, we did our best, guys. You got what you got, whatever. Um, if we had hair and makeup, I think we would have all been like smoking hot, but you know it is what it is. But that's what you would do. You would just prepare yourself and get ready, make sure you ate something. Um, and just, we would hang out, hang out with with the boys, you know and um, you're stuck at the you're stuck at the building. Uh, we would do the show. We would do promos up until 3: four a.m most of the time, because uh, that's when we shot them. And um, then you get paid and you leave and you go to the next town. And pretty much that was that was our day. Um, partying depended uh, If it was a local show, we got out early enough. A lot of times we'd go back to the hotel. We'd actually sit with the fans because um, our show came on like at 2 a.m. in certain markets. So they'd have it on at the bar. And we'd get ourselves a cocktail or a beer or whatever. And you sit down and you just hang out with the fans. And we were so fan friendly, (laughs) you know, we we would just hang out and, um, and that's pretty much it. But it's kind of hard because a lot of times you have to drive to the next town. Some drives were short. Some drives were, you know, two, three, four hours. It just depends on where you were going and where you're headed the next day. So
0: yeah and i see that too with you know the guys that you would you guys would hang out with at the bars you know the fans afterwards you still see those relationships at the shows that are in philly you go to the arena you still see the people that you know you come in let's say you talk to shane and you say who was that I go, oh, you know i met him 20 years ago when we were at the uh, the hotel kind of thing it's it's cool to see the connections that were made uh back then because that's what was special about ecw we felt like as a viewer or somebody like that, that we could kind of get to know you guys. Cause we felt like you were wrestling for us. You know what I mean? We felt like we you were, were the, you were the fans <laughs> organization. You know, it was that we wanted to be cool by following ECW. So it's cool to see that still 20 something years later, the, the people that you met then still kind of hang around every so often and jump in to say hi.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, most of our buildings, especially in the beginning were very intimate. Maybe they held maybe a thousand people so you really could look out into the crowd and see faces and remember faces you know what i mean mm-hmm. especially they they had a thing called club ecw i think it was and and the same guys had the same seats right. at every arena show so we knew all the guys and some of them would even you know be our little uh plants if you will and yeah. and help us out and um they they we had the best fans in the world and, and we still do because they're still faithful and they're still, you know, keeping us alive in this crazy world 20 years later. And it's just so blows my mind. Wait a it's second. Just, wait um, a
0: second. Are you trying to say that Tommy Dreamer might have known that that stop sign was in the uh, the crowd then? Is that what you're trying to I say? I can't
1: speak for anyone else, you <laughs> know, but I mean, it's, it, it's a possibility, um, you know. Sometimes maybe not, you know. I don't know if the prosthetic leg was just an impulse to pull it off and say, here, use it. Uh do you remember that?
0: Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think mean, that could have some something has happened on the fly. I don't know. But I, I'm saying the fans were so good uh that they were willing to help if we needed them to. And that's all I'm saying.
0: That stop sign is the best. I'm sorry, you know, it was that's one of those things that the first time you see that you're like, that is so damn clever. Cause you know, it was then, never
1: done. And if anybody you know?
0: doesn't know what I'm talking about in ECW it was during his blood feud with Raven, Tommy dreamer, you know, was beaten Raven up outside the ring, grabs the sign says, Tommy, use my sign. It hits Raven over the head with the sign, pulls it off to reveal the stop sign. It just the place goes absolutely crazy. It's just one of those things. It's a moment in time.
1: It's a good, yeah, we, we were, we were a, above and beyond our time, I believe. Um, like, we were so ahead of the game back then. And, oh, it makes me so so sad the way it ended. But uh, what are you going to do? We left our legacy. We left our mark. Yes, and I you think did. Uh, I think everybody can agree with that. So um,
0: speaking of which, I think that this would be a good time to start to head to the wrap up of the show, because yeah. this has been a, a fun episode. And, you know, when you have somebody like the Sandman pop on, man, it just flies by. And, it does. As, you know, as I, you come in here with a plan. And when you see who you guys interact like that, man, this was a great uh, first offering here, the official launch of the show, and I'm uh, just so happy to be on this journey with you, Francine, and uh, if this is how episode one is going to go, I am just absolutely stoked to see how we're going to do going forward.
1: I'm excited, too. Um, I'm excited for the future. I think uh, Sandman was an excellent first guest. Uh, I have some stuff up my sleeves, even though I'm not wearing any. You're not
0: wearing uh, any sleeves, I'm but not wearing, Okay,
1: I have stuff in my bra um, <laughs> that I'm going to pull out, and uh, no, because now everybody will think I'm... St- I'm stuffed, but <laughs> this is me. This is really me. Uh, no, I, I I have some plans for the future. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun ride. So I'm excited. Absolutely.
0: And like I said, yeah. you know, we're recording this in audio and video. So you get the audio every week on the two-man power trip of wrestling podcast feed. And the video will be coming soon as part of the Patreon packages that we're putting together. And it's going to be kind of, you know, an interesting little uh, nugget, especially when you see the Sandman pop on. It's a uh, little it's nugget. Pretty, it's pretty good. Little nugget. Little He's nugget. He's my little
1: nugget. My little nugget of goodness that I brought on this week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a good one. I I enjoyed it and uh, can't wait for more.
0: And absolutely. So, yeah, if you want to uh, stay tuned to the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling podcast feed, please do. You know, as always, out of us, you get at least one interview during the week. Sometimes we might even surprise you to drop a second one in. Last week we had on a feature episode with Hornswoggle, who just had a book come out, uh, as well as former uh, UFC Heavyweight champions actually the first UFC champion. Mark the Hammer Coleman joined us. So this coming week, you know, uh, I think I know who we got in store, but I don't like to reveal it ahead of time. So if you're listening mm-hmm. to this on Monday, that episode would drop Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. As always, the Triple Threat Podcast is on the Russo Brand Podcasting Network, released every single Friday, at least when we can get Shane to get get on time and uh, record with us. But Francine, you're going to North Carolina this weekend, but what else is going on in your world?
1: Well, I I just want to, a lot of people have been having problems finding us. So I I just want to make it clear, this show is not part of the Russo Network.
0: No, this show is on the Two Man Power Trips uh, podcast feed which is available on all the different podcast mediums. And it's hard to say, you know, everyone specifically, because people have different apps that they get podcasts from that even I've never heard of, but the main ones go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to iHeartRadio, go to Player FM, go to TuneIn Radio. And people who download podcasts, they'll know these destinations, as well as Google Play. And where I like to drive you, where we host our show is Podomatic.com. And there's a Podomatic app, which is awesome. And that's where this show will be every single week in audio form.
1: Okay. Thank you. Because uh, I'm getting a lot of questions and I don't know, and I keep tagging you because I don't know where to send anybody. So there you go. And we'll, we'll repost it on Twitter for you again. uh, ECW Diva Francine is my handle on all social media. Uh, You could always hit me up on there and I will try to help you guys as best as I can. Um, This week, I'm actually going to see my surgeon, so we'll have some stuff to talk about on the next podcast with uh my surgery coming up. So that's what okay. I have going on. And then I'm headed to uh North Carolina with Mr. Shane Douglas. So we'll talk about that as well.
0: Good luck. That's all I can say. Thank We're going, you. going with Shane. I said good luck. That's what the-
1: <laughs> he's good when he's with me. No problems. He is. I can't really can even check.
0: He really is. Whip. He Jeez. absolutely is. And it's funny too. Because, uh, you know, the the, the time that you guys had in between reuniting, it's just like riding a bike, right? You just get right back to where you were.
1: It is. And I tell him, I said, what did you do all those years without me? He's like, honestly, (laughs) I don't know. And I was like, well, now you're okay." So, yeah, I'm looking for it's going to be a lot of fun. It really is going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, Stevie's in one corner and Shane's in the other. And what do I do? What do you do? Uh, maybe you'll have to come and find out. I don't know.
0: Stevie's but. looking pretty good these days. Not going to lie. He's, That's what uh, I hear.
1: That's what I hear. In
0: shape. And absolutely. I mean, he is what we would call a Marvel of fitness. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. is just, he, he looks better now than he did 20 years ago, 25 years amazing. ago. He's in amazing shape.
1: And you're saying Shane isn't?
0: No, Shane is the franchise. I mean, he'll ne- that'll never change. So, I mean, that's that's what it, I would never <laughs> Good say. Good answer, crossed. my friend. Good answer. <laughs> On that note, uh,
1: I want to say thanks to everybody. Love you guys. God bless. And it's a wrap.
0: This podcast was a presentation of the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling's Podcast Empire.